Hello and welcome. Is your business your mission and your mission your business? If yes, you found your tribe. Whether you feel like it or not, you are avant-garde, going your own way, making your own path, doing it like no one has done before. And the answers to the challenges you're facing aren't in a book. My friend, you are not alone. This is the Avant-Garde Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Bailey, a mission-minded serial entrepreneur and traveler. My purpose on this earth is to use my authenticity and passion to equip and empower social entrepreneurs to live in their highest calling, feeling freedom, fulfillment, and security, and inspiring others to do the same. Join me for stories, tips, and tricks for taking avant-garde inspired action in your business so that you feel encouraged, equipped, empowered, and unstoppable. I believe it doesn't have to be hard to be right. Welcome to episode 12 of the Avant-Garde Entrepreneur Podcast. I am so glad you're here today. I hope you enjoyed the last two episodes of interviews with social entrepreneurs on very on different sides of the planet, serving different types of people in very unique ways. Episode 10 was with Douglas Smith of Sport Rise and Paleta Health in Uganda. And episode 11 was with Kayla Kuntz of Braverly on the Thailand-Myanmar border. Episode 12, this episode, is the first in an administrative slash operational series on getting things done in your social enterprise. And today I'm talking about my five favorite free tools. Try to say that five times fast. (laughs) This episode will be nice and light. We talked about some heavy duty stuff, um, real life stuff about life as a social entrepreneur. And I do like to have fun too. And this will be a fun episode. Hopefully gets your creative juices flowing. Let's face it. It can be very expensive in terms of time, energy, and money to get a social enterprise off the ground or to take it to the next level. And most of us are operating on shoestring budgets. When it comes to running any business, there are some basic tools that you want to have in place in terms of technology. And there is no shortage of tools out there. Some of them are free. Often though, you get what you pay for. So we can try to use something only for it to crash and then we lose the valuable content we've created or data that we've stored. I've tried lots of tools between school and multiple companies and I found a few that have worked consistently well for me. And I'm going to share them here. Before I do this, let me be clear. If you love what you use, please keep using them. My reason for sharing my favorites is only to be a resource, not to give you another list of stuff to have to check into, and definitely not to change your process. There's a saying if it ain't broke, don't fix it. (laughs) So if you love what you already use, Stop listening to this episode and tune back into episode 13, where we'll talk about best practices for completing grants and applications and that kind of stuff. However, if you feel something is broken or not as good as it could be, keep listening. So I'll give you my list and then I will break each one down into more detail. So in order that I'm going to talk about today, Evernote. 
Google Drive, Asana, Canva, and Linktree. Each of them has a free version and each of them has a different function. So here we go. Number one, Evernote. Evernote is my brain dump slash holding tank for all my ideas and everything I have that's happening or I think want that I want to happen. The website is evernote.com. That's E-V-E-R-N-O-T-E.com. I'll link all these to the show notes, but I know sometimes you like to just look at it right away. So I will have all these in the show notes, but that's how you spell it if you wanted to look at it. I've been using Evernote for probably 10 years or more now. I originally started using Evernote as a place to put the information to support my goals. And my friend Melanie is actually the one who introduced me to Evernote. She sent me something in a text for me to look at. And I thought, oh my gosh, I do not want to have to learn how to use a new piece of technology. (laughs) But I did. And I was hooked. So I started using it to support my goals. And I think a lot of you know, I'm really into writing and achieving goals. And I have a goal spreadsheet that I've been intentionally writing my goals on for a very long time. And I have goal categories. And I basically, when I started, I set up Evernote like a file cabinet for each of my goal categories. And then I had, I still have a vision list of all the things I wanted to do and all the things I want to do still because I still keep it going and keep it all in there. And then I started using Evernote for more things like, for example, my career category for my goals. So for example, I had my career goals section or my career goals category But then within my career, there were different things that I wanted to accomplish. So I had individual goals, and then I would have a file cabinet, basically, or a folder to support that goal. So I created folders in Evernote using all the things that I wanted to do. And so if I also, if I went to a conference, that's where I would put, you know, when you go to a conference and you get so much good information. I might take pictures of the slides that the presenter was showing and put them in the folder for that conference, Uh, business cards, PDFs, you know, handouts, brochures, that kind of thing. Anything that is interest to me from the conference, I will put it in that file, whether it's a picture, whether I'm taking a picture of it or uploading a PDF. And I've also, I started using it for travel as well. So I have a whole folder of travel with each different country. Usually I'll start with broad categories and then I'll break it down. So if it's a place I want to go or something I want to see, or maybe a social enterprise I want to visit, I have a country folder for each country. And then I just put the information there. Even taking pictures of magazines, I'll put those in the in the travel folder in the specific country. So that's a little background on how I started using Evernote. And it works in two ways, depending on how your brain works. It works with folders and tags. What's great about it is that it's a place that you can use voice recordings, you can um, checklists, 
They even have a writing feature where you can just write like with a stylus or write with your finger. So it's just a place where you can use a lot of different forms of media and capture them all there in one place. And I even keep um, my gratitude journal in there. So when I'm thinking about things, um, you know, that I'm grateful for or ways that my spirit has totally hooked me up, I call them holy hookups, where he took care of me that day. I have a list of those that I write as well. And I keep that in Evernote. And it's something that's nice to be able to go back, you know, when I think about what was I asking for direction on, or what was I grateful? What was I grateful for this time last year? And to be able to go back and look at that is really, it's really pretty cool. And yeah, so it works offline or online. And I will say that Evernote has a really great free version, but I do use the paid version. And I think it's really mostly because I've been using it for so long and I have so much stuff in there. I think you could use it for a really long time free, but I've just been using it so long that the price is worth it for me to pay for it, to have that storage. And I really started using it a lot when I was in school, when I really needed the paid version was, my gosh, I read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of articles about international business, um, all kinds of different topics, social enterprise. And so I still have all those articles in there and then I tag them. So I would tag them based on country, um, the type of social enterprise, whether they offered vocational training, which is my specialty. So I've used it. It's very functional, very functional and very useful for me. So Again, you could use it for a long time with the free version, and it really is kind of a brain dump place for you to just put everything so that if you ever wonder where anything is, you just know that it's in Evernote. And again, that is evernote.com. My second favorite free tool is Google Drive. Now, what do I do with all the stuff that goes into Evernote? And once I'm ready to use it in some way or another, my next favorite tool is Google Drive. So I will admit it took me a while to get used to Google Drive because I spent so much of my life in Word and Excel because that was what was required in school. And also pretty much all the work I had done in business, everything had been in Word documents. And even though Google has been around a long time now, it did take me a while to make the migration over and I do love it. Number one, it's free, (laughs) which is always great. And number two, even better, it's functional. It really works well for me. So I use Google Docs, Google Sheets for spreadsheets. Although I have to say, I still use Excel quite a bit for spreadsheets, but I do like the clean look of Google Sheets. I use Google Drawings for a lot of mind mapping. And whenever I have big projects that I need to make sense of, I'll usually draw it out or use a Google Drawing. And I also use Google Slides for presentations. So it's just accessible to everybody. As long as you're online, it's going to auto-save, which is great. And I know a lot of you use it, so I don't really need to go on much about it. But I definitely recommend it, and I definitely use it in my daily life. My third favorite free tool is Asana. Now... I have my brain dump into Evernote. I have my Google Drive and all of my documents for once I get things out of Evernote. And now it's time to actually manage those projects. So 
When it comes to managing my projects and managing things in my business, my favorite tool is Asana. The website is asana.com. That's spelled A-S-A-N-A.com. It is also free. They do have a paid version, but I use the free version and I can do a lot with it. Now, I'll admit I use my calendar and my other client contact software, my contact relationship management software for my other business. Pretty much, I do most everything in that because that is what is the business that pays for what I get to do here with you guys. So I do a lot kind of my everyday business, my other businesses in that. And I do use something that is specific to the industry that I primarily work in. But when I'm talking to you and when I'm managing projects for Trisha Bailey PhD or for anything that's avant-garde entrepreneur related, I use Asana. It just has a really nice, clean look. You can invite other people to join and work in your project for free. And best of all, it has several different views, even the free version. So you can create and view projects in list view, in board view, kind of like Trello, and also in calendar view. So this is really nice because our brains are wired differently. And you may be more of a list person and may have someone in your team who's more artistically minded and they might like the board view. So when I'm using it alone, I often go back and forth between the calendar and the list view. So I might create a timeline using the calendar and then I go to those items in the list and I add the details of the project. So if you are an army of one, which many of you are, then you can just sign it by yourself. But if you have other people or friends that you want to collaborate with or to be involved in your business or who are already involved in your business, then you can invite them to work on projects. You have the ability to upload files, leave notes, basically track projects in real time. And you can put the details of a project in the list view. And then, you know, kind of like the, as you're thinking about, okay, I need to do this, 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 and this. And then you can go back and add the details. And it's super easy to move things around in the list. It's almost impossible to quote unquote, break it. When we talk about using new technology, it's like, how can I be sure that I'm putting this in and I'm doing it right? And I'm not going to delete it. (laughs) With Asana, it's pretty hard to break it. So that's a very, very good thing. If you want to assign a task to another person, then you can do that and then they can add the details of what they've done and you can see the details. It's just a really great real-time collaboration tool. So if you're working with people in different time zones, which a lot of us are, or a lot of us have other jobs and we're in school, in addition to our social enterprise, it's a great way to be able to keep all of your information about your social enterprise in your projects in one place. And you can even use it for personal projects as well. Asana has really good tutorials. And once you sign up, you won't feel lost, which is always nice. So again, the website is asana.com. Number four, Canva. 
So now that I've had my brain dump into Evernote, I've gotten some of that stuff into a sheet or a doc in Google. And then I started managing the projects and putting everything together in Asana. Now what happens when I actually, or you actually get to be creative and work on some of the projects that you are thinking of designing? Then it's time for Canva. That's canva.com. That's C-A-N-V-A.com, like canvas. So Canva. And if you follow me on social, all the graphics you see with the quotes and all the designs, they're all done in Canva. And when I create my workshop, like the one I did not too long ago, five pitfalls, mindset pitfalls to avoid in social entrepreneurship, that was created in Canva. And then I moved it over to a Google slide for presenting. Now, Canva does have a presentation option. You don't have to, you can create a presentation in Canva and present in Canva. The reason I move it to Google Slides is that I'm just more comfortable with the customization of the speaker notes in Google Slides. But if you're someone who really likes to wing it and you just like to have the slides up there or pictures and you are really comfortable having just, you know, a few basic bullet points or no notes at all, then the Canva presentation mode is fantastic. Canva also has a free and a paid version. I use the pro version, but here's a bonus for you. If you are a nonprofit or have any type of nonprofit status, Canva actually gives you the pro version for free. So in social enterprise, there's, as we know, a huge spectrum from profit to nonprofit. And some of you have a nonprofit element. So if you have that, then Canva gives you the pro version free. And Canva is an Australian company. So I know that you need some sort of tax identification, but I'm, I'm not sure exactly what they require because I haven't pursued it. But I know that whatever it is, it's a very international, I think they have very international standards. It's not something that's US-based where you have to have a US tax ID number. It is an Australian company and they are very, Australia is very globally minded. So they do have great options for nonprofits. And the free version, if you don't have nonprofit status and you don't necessarily want to pay for the paid version, the free version is great as well. It makes it so that you can put your brand. If you have a logo, you can upload your logo and your brand colors. You can upload the codes, like the hex codes of your colors into Canva. And this is nice because let's say you're creating a design in Canva and then, but you actually wanted to use a Google Doc. Maybe you wanted your Google Doc to have your brand colors for the font. Well, you can just copy and paste the hex code from Canva and you can customize it in your Google Doc. You can add the, add the font there, add the font color there. So it just makes it really nice that you can so easily access the things that make your brand and your company unique. And it also gives you the ability to have all your brand assets in one place so that you can really integrate them with everything you use. You can upload photos and videos. You can remove or change backgrounds. I can never do it justice, all that Canva can do. There's so much to do that you can do. 
What I will say about Canva, they do have tutorials, but they are not all encompassing. The best way to learn Canva is just to get in and do it. And (laughs) you can get into a Canva vortex. I have done that quite often where you think, oh my gosh, where did the last hour go? And if you're in a hurry, it is not the time to use Canva. There are some tools that, you know, you can get in and it's super intuitive and you can just go with it. I do think that Canva is much more intuitive than some of the more complex graphic design tools out there, like Adobe Illustrator for people who are really professionals. So Canva is great, but you definitely want to have patience and you want to be able to take your time and enjoy the process with Canva. And they're always, Canva is always improving and upgrading. And I frankly don't know where I would be without it. Number five, Linktree. So now that I've created all my stuff, how do I share it in one place? I use Linktree. Linktree is essentially a link consolidator or a URL consolidator. And it's spelled L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E. And it's basically one URL, which you can customize with your name or brand that contains all the links that you might want to share with others. So if you follow me on Instagram, when I'm posting about the podcast, you'll see link, uh, see link in bio. And the link that I put in my bio line is actually to my link tree. And uh, I'll put link tree in the show notes as well. But it's really great. I'll put my link tree in the show notes and then also the link tree website in the show notes because it's really fun to see how people use it. And Linktree works for all types of people and businesses, and it's evolved a lot, even since I just started using it in 2021 when I started the podcast. First of all, all of your socials are in buttons on the bottom of the page, so you don't have to take up real estate, so to speak, on your Linktree with your socials. Second, if you sell products or services, you can link to the info page in one link. You can link to a payment page in another link. If you have an online store, like maybe your Etsy store, you could link directly to Etsy or all of them. And I use my link tree to link the podcast, the blogs, like the most that I link the whole podcast. Then the most recent episode of the podcast, I link blogs, posts, I link to the website. And then I also use it for upcoming events. Looking at the Linktree website, one of the examples they give is musicians and artists. Musicians might use it to to link to their recordings. Artists use it to link to their online gallery. You could also use it for signups, for programs, speaking events. It's really endless. And you can even customize the background colors. So how many links you want to have, you can customize that, all of it. And it's funny because as I talk, I think of other places that I could use Linktree. I need to make a list of those in Evernote or add it to my project in Asana. So best of all, Linktree is free. They do have a paid version, but I just can't imagine how the paid version could be much better. I'm sure it is, but I can't imagine it. I've I've looked into it before, but it really wasn't anything more than what I needed. 
if you look at my link tree, the colors, it's not exactly, they're not exactly my brand colors, but they're close enough. And I'm normally pretty precise when it comes to things, but there's, you know, there's always this trade-off where is it worth it to have another subscription, another payment to keep up with whenever it's pretty darn close to how I would like it to be. So, you know, all of us have to make those decisions. That's part of being a business owner. (laughs) So anyway, there really aren't a lot of limitations with the free version for me of Linktree to justify a payment. So those are my five favorite free tools. So Evernote's Google Drive, including all that comes with Google Drive, docs, sheets, drawings, and slides, Asana, Canva, and Linktree. As I mentioned, I'm going to link to each of these in the show notes. And pretty much all of you know how to get into Google Drive. Evernote is evernote.com. Asana is asana.com. Canva is canva.com. Linktree is linktr.ee. And I'm sure that you have lots of things that you use that you already love and that are wonderful. I know there are a lot of great tools out there. So this is not to say that my list is the be all end all. I've tried lots of different things, workflow, Trello, all kinds of different things. And I'm just sharing with you what works best for me. So you can take whatever you like and maybe incorporate it and see if it helps you too. If you try and it doesn't work or if what you're doing is really working for you, then don't change a thing. But if you feel like you're in a place where you're stuck or your stuff is all over the place or you feel disorganized, things aren't the way you want them, or you just feel that things could just be a little bit better, then give these tools a try and see if they can at least get you pointed in the right direction. And I'm always open to trying new things. I feel like the majority of my life has been an experiment. (laughs) You probably feel the same way. So I do love sharing resources with people. And I also love for people to share resources with me. So if you find something that really works for you, feel free to email me or message me on LinkedIn. And, you know, maybe not like write a case study, but an example of how it works for you. And then I'd love to be able to share that with other people so that we can all keep learning from each other and growing together. It's all about keep, you know, working together to make progress, even if it's virtually, to move in the same direction. So that's all I have for today, my friends. I look forward to hearing what you like about this episode and what tools you have that work for you. So send me a message. That's all for today. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Avant-Garde Entrepreneur. I hope you feel encouraged, equipped, empowered, and unstoppable. If you enjoyed what you heard, share it with a friend. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it here on your podcast player. Questions, comments, or feedback? Connect with me directly at trishabaileyphd.com or on social at trishabaileyphd. Now, you go and get back to making the world a better place. I'll see you back here soon.